Welcome to the Power of Mindset podcast, where we cover anything and everything from the perspective of two health and wellness professionals. I'm Georgia. And I'm Hope. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Power of Mindset. My name is Georgia, and I'm here with Hope, as always. Hello, everybody. And today, we are going to talk about gym etiquette, some of our bad experiences with gym etiquette, and some of our good experiences. But before we get into that, we wanted to catch up for a couple of minutes. So, Hope, how are you doing? Good. I'm really excited about this episode. First of all, I think it's going to be really fun. Things have been good. I do have a couple of announcements. Um, I am raising money for the American Heart Association right now. So that money goes to increasing education and awareness around heart disease and stroke. Every 36 seconds, somebody dies of cardiovascular disease. So that is a fun fact for you. It's very prevalent and it is the number one killer in the U.S. and I think worldwide as well. Um, And it's something that can be preventable if you are physically active, you eat a healthy diet, and take care of yourself. So we are raising money for that. Last year, I I did this fundraiser, and we're bringing it back this year. Um, Another announcement I have is that I partnered with a supplement company called Caged. And I'm super excited about that because I know there are a lot of people that don't know really what to look for in supplements. And like any industry, the supplement industry is so big. There are going to be good companies. There are going to be bad companies. And I wanted to partner with somebody that I respect that is a good company that has quality products and is third-party tested. And now I'm able to give people a little bit of a discount on it. So that's another benefit to it as well. So I'll actually link both of those um, in in our description if you want to get 15% off their supplements and if you want to donate to the American Heart Walk. Yeah, that is all so awesome, Hope. I was so excited to see those announcements and to see you come back year two of the American Heart Walk. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. thank you. So how have things been going with you? Um, Pretty good. We just started the spring semester of classes at Iowa State, so I am trying my best to stay positive with that. A lot of times in grad school, it's really easy to go into a negative mindset. Oh, no, another semester of hell. Um, so I'm just trying really hard to stay positive and be excited Because this could be the semester where I finish my research project and I defend my thesis and I end my journey with Iowa State. And that is scary, but it's also something that I'm excited. (laughs) At six years, uh, Iowa State, it's going to be very sad, but it's really exciting that all of these things could happen. And really, I don't know what the second half of my year is going to look like because it's not going to be in Ames anymore, probably. Um, so just trying to stay positive about that as best I can. And I've also been trying to just become um, or I've also been trying just to build more structure into my days so that I can reach those goals uh, without killing myself quite as much. So I finally started using a productivity planner and a five-minute journal to help me um, stay focused and really plot out my day task by task. And so far, that has been working really well for me. So just a lot of um, excitement happening in my academic life right now. And at the same time, still trying to keep up with uh, my YouTube channel 
as best I can. And I'm also doing some new research with my professor that might involve some traveling in the future. But I'll talk about that more when it gets closer because it's still a ways out. But so yeah, it's very exciting. A lot of stuff and graduating is so fun. And it's, it's so exciting, but scary that you don't know what's next. But it's just it's awesome. And I'm so excited for you to see to see what happens. Yeah, I'm very excited, too, because, I mean, I didn't get a graduation when I finished my undergraduate because I graduated during the pandemic. I graduated in 2020, so I had a PowerPoint graduation instead. So I never got the robes. I've never walked across the stage before. So actually getting to do that this time is going to be big. And it could potentially be my last time ever being in school if I choose not to go on and get my PhD. So, yeah, just big things. Very excited. Very, very exciting. Lots of good stuff happening and for both of us right now. Yes, it's a big time. 2022 is going to be a good year. All right. So getting into gym etiquette, we wanted to first talk about the things we are calling the written rules in the gym that are standard gym etiquette rules for every gym you will go into, things that you should follow, even if they are not um, posted on the rules list in your gym, because they are really important for working in a gym. So the first thing we wanted to talk about is just hygiene. Yeah, I am not like a germaphobe, but I am conscious of germs and other people's germs. Um, Hygiene is super important, especially during the wintertime when there are a lot more um, viruses going around. And obviously with like COVID, you want to be extra cautious of that. And along with that, like this is just a personal pet peeve of mine. People spitting in the water fountain is absolutely disgusting. And they just like leave their loogies sitting in the water fountain. It makes me want to throw up and throw a dumbbell at whoever does that. Like it's just (laughs) so gross and inconsiderate. So don't be that person. (laughs) Yeah. At my gym, there's actually signs now that tell people not to spit in the water fountain. And I didn't even know that that was a thing until I read that sign. So um, I guess, yeah. I don't know. I also don't use water fountains that much, though, but still, it's disgusting regardless. Yeah. Like, if you have to do it, I get that it happens, but go to the freaking bathroom and flush it down the toilet. Don't put it in the water fountain where people get their face and their noses right in it. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> it's a great way to start this episode. <laughs> and then kind of going along with hygiene is the idea of tidiness which isn't as big of a deal for health reasons, but it is just something that is polite. And it is a safety reason. If you're leaving your equipment out, people are more likely to trip on it. And by people, I mean me because I will find the equipment you left out and I will trip over it. (laughs) So please, for my sake, put your equipment away. Be polite about things um, because it really could make the difference between someone having a good workout and a bad workout, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And somebody working out at all, you know, if they fall and break their leg, they're done for, (laughs) you know. That would not be fun. Yeah. Especially if you're someone who is lifting a pretty heavy weight. Like a lot of times men who are stronger will lift these hundred pound dumbbells and then for some reason decide to leave those out (laughs) instead of putting them back on the rack. And for a lot of gym attendants who may not lift heavy weights or lift at all, putting away a hundred pound dumbbell might be impossible for them. Mm -hmm. So um, being considerate of that as well. Obviously, even if you're lifting five pound dumbbells, you should still put those away, Mm -hmm. but something to consider. 
Yeah, that's something that's so irritating because it's like if you're strong enough to lift those heavy weights, then you should be strong enough to put them away. Yeah, those are my favorite signs <laughs> when those oh. are up. <laughs> If you can lift it, you can put it away. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing we wanted to talk about were rules that have a little bit more gray area. It kind of depends on the gym you are going to and the community you're in and personal preference. And I think we wanted to start off talking about clothing and what people wear. And I don't know about you, Hope, but for me, the type of clothing people wear doesn't bother me that much as long as it's something that makes them feel confident. It's whatever. I don't really mind if people are wearing too little clothes or a lot of clothes. It's really up to them. But the one exception I have to that is men in stringers. For some reason, I cannot handle stringers on men in like a regular commercial gym that I go to. It's just like awkward, especially like a lot of them. I have worked out with them like a lot over the past years that I've been at the gym. And so I kind of have an idea of their personality and seeing them wear a stringer just for some reason just grinds my gears. What is a stringer? You don't know what a stringer is? No. It's like a... A tank top that is extremely stringy like it's like a really like thin straps and they go all the way down like past your nipples mm. <laughs> well i guess that's fair if girls can wear just a sports bra to the gym that guys should be able to wear no shirt to the gym because that's like the equivalent in our society girls wear a swimming suit guys don't have anything to cover up their top so i feel like that's fair but i it- get your point I know and that's why it's like an irrational thing it's totally a personal thing that I have for whatever reason I don't have any vendetta against a man who has worn a stringer but I just for some reason hate it but girls wearing sports bras is completely fine to me I wear a sports bra for half of my workouts um because it does make sense like wearing less especially if you're going to be sweaty like wearing less clothing so that it doesn't just get all soaked and that you have more skin exposed that you can cool off whatever your reason it makes sense um but I don't know. I just have a little personal thing. <laughs> yeah, but, I guess I'm oh. kind of on with like people should wear whatever they want. But I do get that sometimes it makes other people feel self-conscious. If you have somebody wearing like a sports bra and like a booty shorts and then you have a guy wearing essentially no top, like it can make new people feel self-conscious. And sometimes it, like I'm not a new person in the gym and it makes me feel self-conscious, but I get, I don't know, I feel like people should be able to wear what they want within reason. Yeah, especially like clothing is something that can make or break a workout for some people. Like I've had several conversations with people who feel that getting a new gym outfit or a new pair of leggings, a new pair of shorts, whatever, is what motivates them to go to the gym because they want to go and they want to wear this cute outfit and they want to look good in their cute outfit. And I know that's something that definitely motivates me. I love that stuff. So it's really hard to like, for one, you like you have no business judging what someone else is wearing anyways, but it's really hard to fault anyone if it's if it's the driving factor, if it's motivating them to go and better themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who doesn't like wearing a cute outfit and going and taking a selfie in the mirror in the locker room and or after your workout, you know, like. That's another type of motivation. Like you did the workout and now you got to prove it by putting a picture on (laughs) your social media. (laughs) If you don't post about it, it didn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Yeah, so cameras in the gym, I think 
It, that's another tough one because, like, I like using a camera to look at my form and be able to look at all angles. Mm-hmm. But if somebody was filming themselves and I was in the background, like, lifting and making, like, ugly faces in the gym, I don't want my face to be on their social media for everybody to see. Like, I don't think that's right. But... I mean, using a camera is useful. And if you want to take selfies at the gym, then freaking take the selfie. But just make sure that you're not getting other people in the background. Or if you do, maybe ask them if they care if they're in the background. Um, But, yeah, I guess that's just my opinion on that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. At my gym, they actually have um, the rule posted that you're not supposed to take pictures or take videos in the gym. But for me, taking videos for form are such a big part of you know, my workouts and I want to make sure that I look good, especially like with my deadlifts, as much as I love deadlifting, I always feel like my back is rounding. So I need Mm -hmm. that reassurance, but I do try really hard to find the platform that's furthest away from everyone so that I can take a video without worrying about people being in the background. And I know that especially at this time of year, when the gyms are a little bit busier um, with new years, it's really hard to take videos because like you just, you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable by letting them uh, by having them in your background even if you didn't intend for it anything like that so yeah I totally agree with you on that like make sure it's okay with someone or just avoid it at all costs Mm -hmm. (laughs) just be respectful I guess when you're you're taking pictures and videos and stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then lastly we wanted to go into more unwritten rules in the gym that kind of depend on each individual person but there are some guidelines you can follow in order to make sure that you are being respectful of everyone else that is using the gym space as well. So I think first we wanted to talk about when it is okay to approach someone and when it is not okay to approach someone in the gym. All right. So when is it okay to approach someone in the gym? If you are planning to take a video and you want to make sure that's okay, like Hope already said, it is totally fine to go up to someone and ask them if it's okay if you take a video or even if they can take the video for you. It's also totally okay to ask someone if they are using a piece of equipment before you just go and take the equipment just to make sure that you're not stealing someone's entire workout or anything like that. Um, And then it's also totally okay if you need a spotter and you want to go up to someone and ask for a spot. That is absolutely fine. When you do approach somebody, you make sure they're not in the middle of a set. Make sure that they're resting before you approach them. Yeah, that is a very good tip. I actually have had a situation where someone I was with, um, we wanted to use a machine and someone was currently using that machine and I just said like, oh, well, well, I just have to ask them how many sets they have left to see if it's worth waiting for it. And this person I was with went up to that that person mid set and literally like leaned in and said, hey, how many sets do you have left? It was the most embarrassing situation I've ever been in. Like, I think I turned around and like almost started walking away because I was just like, no, 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 no. Just wait. We can we can wait until he's done with his set. (laughs) But I do think I mean, so as long as someone is resting, it um, is a really good time to approach them if there is something that you need to talk to them about. Like when it comes to spotting, like 
a lot of times, especially in my case at the gym, I'm really bored when I have to do my rest, especially if I'm doing my strength exercises where I am resting for somewhere between two and five minutes between sets. I've got nothing to do during that time. It's six in the morning. It's I'm not texting anyone. Social media isn't good at that time. So I'm just sitting there bored out of my mind. So please come and talk to me and ask me to squat if you can. And I did have a really fun experience with that at one point, not necessarily spotting, but I was deadlifting next to a man who was also deadlifting on a platform. And I had just finished a set and apparently my fore muscle looked okay. And I looked like I knew what I was doing because he, while I was resting, came up to me and asked me to just watch his form and let him know if I noticed his backgrounding or anything. And that was perfect. Like he, the way he approached it was perfect. And honestly, I saw it as like a compliment too, because um, he approached me because he wanted my help because he saw that I was deadlifting well without even, you know, acknowledging my deadlift. He was just like, this girl knows what she's doing, so I'm going to use her expertise. Um, and that was a perfect example for me of um, a really good approach that was probably helpful to that guy if he was worried about injuring himself or things like that, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, very cool. I wanted to go back to asking like people how many sets they have left because one time I was at the gym and I was using one of the machines. I don't remember which one and you know how they have like rows of machines and then you can like walk through the aisle. Well, these two machines were facing each other. So I was sitting there like, I don't know if I was like doing chest press or, or chest flies or something like that. And this guy just like kind of kept pacing around and like staring at my machine. So I knew that he was waiting for me to get done. And then he sat in the machine across from me and got on his phone. Like he was just waiting for me and like Mm -hmm. sitting directly across from me. And I was fuming. I was so irritated. So naturally I took as long as I could maybe did an (laughs) extra set and just gave him like the death stare because that's so rude like to rush somebody through their set, go find something else to do. There are so many alternatives in the gym that you can do. Your workout's not going to be ruined because you can't use this specific machine that I'm using. Right, right. Especially like if you want to make good use of your time while you're working out, like why are you wasting it by just sitting and watching someone else do that? Like when I'm when I'm asking someone how many sets they have left on a machine, I am asking them so that I know if I have time to go and fit in another exercise. Mm-hmm. And then they know that I am waiting. So if someone else tries to take my place, they will back me up usually. Yeah. That's yeah, why which is really nice sets. when that happens. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, hey, actually, she was going to use this machine. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it can really I save you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally meant to, if anything, speed up your workout. You might have to rearrange your exercises a bit, but it's a good way to, if you're short on time or if you're worried about time, like I am, it's a really good way to do that. Mm -hmm. And especially now with like how busy the gyms are, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have a story about approaching people, (laughs) a fun (laughs) one. One time um, when I was at Iowa State and I was an employee at Iowa State, I approached somebody um, there's a, a gal that was working out next to me at the squat rack and she was doing squats and she was not using the safety clips. I don't even know if she was using safety bars either, but I know 100% she was not using safety clips. And I was just, I was staring 100% staring because I was like, this is not going to end well. And she's right next to me. So that made me really nervous because 
her being unsafe could put my safety in jeopardy. So I saw her do a couple reps and of course the plates start sliding off each end of the barbell. You know, she's got one shoulder dipped down and is just completely off center. And I approached her and I was like, Hey, like, it's a rule that you need to be using the safety clips. It's going to protect you and it's going to protect me. And she was not having it. She was so rude to me and just kind of snapped at me. And she's like, I know what I'm doing. And I was like, uh, clearly you don't, but okay. (laughs) And I just kind of like, let it be and, um, let her do her thing. And I actually just left because I didn't want to watch her get hurt and I didn't want myself to get hurt. So, um, there are, benefits to approaching people but also you shouldn't necessarily correct anybody especially when it comes to like form and stuff but safety is a different different thing especially when it's your own safety that's being put in jeopardy yeah safety is something that can definitely push the boundaries of gym etiquette if it comes right down to it you want to make sure that people are informed about how to keep themselves safe for sure and approaching people about stuff like that is really tricky and I mean we're all really scared about confrontation and I kind of applaud you hope for even going in and telling that girl what was up even if she didn't receive it well but approaching people is just a weird thing like I one time did a poll on my Instagram um, asking whether it was okay for a girl to approach another girl about her form or about a tip for an exercise and I was actually surprised that a lot of people said that that was not okay like they do not want to be approached in the gym about correction because I thought like oh I mean I wouldn't want to be approached by a man who just thinks that he knows more than me because I'm a girl Mm -hmm. but um, the idea that it can be a girl approaching a girl and still not okay that's Mm -hmm. something that was surprising for me but I'm glad I know it now that that's that's not something you do ever Unless mm-hmm. someone's paying you to do it in <laughs> personal training or group fitness, of course, yes. you know. Now, I have heard that um, it is okay for girls to approach guys in certain settings. Again, not probably about correcting form, but just about other things in the gym that it's received very well. And obviously, I don't have any experience with that as a man and how I would receive that. But from what I have heard in my conversations with men, that is more okay. I don't know. Just just a messenger on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a couple of really positive stories when people have come up to me in the gym in order to give me a compliment about things that has uh, really positively influenced my work. There was one time I was deadlifting on a platform and again during my rest when I was I think changing my weights or something like that um the man next to me actually came up to me and just told me something like hey I just want to let you know your deadlift form is a Mac and it meant a lot to me like I was really excited about it like I think I think I had to take out my headphones and say what (laughs) one time before I actually heard what he said but it changed the trajectory of my workout and you know like when someone compliments you about something that you're really proud of you get a little bit more hyped you want to put on even more weight on your lifts you know you're just kind of walking with a pep in your step So that was huge. And um, I had another similar situation where I was exercising, I think, at a cable machine. And a girl who was just passing by, I'd never interacted with her before, never seen her before, just while she was walking past, turned to me and said, hey, I just want to let you know that I think you look like a badass when you work out. And then she just kept on walking, wasn't waiting for a thanks. She just wanted to let me know. And those situations for me and for someone who – 
was really happy with the progress I was making on exercise, those compliments meant a lot to me. And I just receive compliments and positive feedback really well. Um, so in my mind, those situations are totally okay to the approach. Now, somebody else might not want to hear it at the gym, but that's definitely the experience that I've had with it. They make me feel really good. And they make me want to come back to try to see those people again and make a friend, you know, start building a community in the gym, you know. I think it's really important to build that community and and maybe make a friend or at least make an acquaintance at the gym when you see each other next time at the gym and you're like, hey, have a great workout or how's it going today, you know, and and start having those conversations. It can make it be a much more appealing place to go um, if you can form those friendships and give somebody a compliment. Yeah, yeah. And another way to really build kind of a community aspect and start to make some friends in the gym, especially if you are regular at a certain time, is to focus on your spatial awareness in the gym. So knowing where you are in relation to the people around you and the mirrors around you and the equipment and things like that um, can be really important and can make and break your kind of silent relationship with another exerciser in the gym. So easy examples of being aware of your space and where you are in that space is to know when you're standing in front of someone who may be using a mirror and maybe understanding that during their set, you should step out of the way to make sure that they can see themselves and watch their form if that's the thing for them. And I actually had a guy do that for me this morning while I was squatting and it was very much appreciated. Um, So nice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily use mirrors when I squat because sometimes I squat in places that don't have mirrors. So I've just kind of gotten used to, you know, kind of staring down at the floor. So I wasn't necessarily using it, but every single one of my sets, there was a man using some dumbbells in front of me who I could tell every time I approached the bar would step out of the way and wait for me. And he didn't know that I didn't use the mirror. I didn't ask him to do that, but it was something that he did and it was very polite And I see that guy quite often at the gym. He's definitely a regular at the same time I am. So uh, eventually that's going to be a situation where I might be in front of his mirror and I'm going to move out of the way for him and it goes back and forth. Eventually, maybe we'll become friends. We might be seeing the beginning of a friendship there. So Yeah, when people do that, I just want to run up to them and give them like a big hug (laughs) because it's so nice and it, it just, I'm like a huge stickler for form. So I always want to be watching in the mirror how I'm doing and making sure I'm going through my full range of motion and everything like that. So it's really important to me. And when somebody steps in front of me, it grinds my gears. So when somebody like notices that and like moves out of the way and like you kind of get that, like you do a set and then I do a set and you do a set and I do a set and it works Mm -hmm. beautifully. It's just, it, uh, it's one of my favorite things in the gym when that happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's a very kind move and it's something that isn't expected, but it can really, it can elevate your workout and it can elevate the other person's workout if you do it. So, um, and along with that, standing in front of the dumbbell racks is something that can be easily avoided and can make a big difference in how someone's workout goes. Because there are people who, I don't know why they do this, but they will find the pair of dumbbells that they want to use for their lateral raises or whatever, and they will pick those dumbbells up off of the rack, and they will not move their feet an inch, and they will just do their set right there, staring themselves so close to the mirror. I'm <laughs> like, I just don't even know what's going on there. 
And the, usually the front of the dumbbell rack is kind of an aisle. So you're in the way of everybody that's walking. They all have to move around you. A lot of times your lifts or your arms moving out to the sides anyways. So you're taking up space there. And there's there are designated areas for you to do your exercises. And there are designated areas where people walk. And you just got to make sure that you are conscious of which area is which and sticking to that. Because I promise you, if you can lift the dumbbells off of the racks to do your lateral raises, you can walk back a few steps to where your bench is. I promise you, you can do that. It's so funny because it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like to expect everybody else to wait until you're done with your set before they can put their dumbbells away or get new dumbbells. You're just standing up there like, okay, guys, wait for me to do my 15 reps here. And then (laughs) it's all yours, you know? And I get when the gyms are busy and there's not a lot of room and sometimes you do have to stand in an aisle to do your set, but when you're done, move out of the way, you know, and the the dumbbell rack is a little bit different because that's where everybody is going. And the people that do the, the rows, the bent over row, leaning on the dumbbell rack, that's another popular one that people like to do right in front of the mirror. Yes. Drives me insane. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, sir. I need to use this space. Go use that open bench. Mm-hmm. Just think of other people. Just think of other people in that situation. Are you in the way? Yes. Yes, you are. Then move. <laughs> <laughs> I think that COVID has made me- people more aware of their surroundings, not necessarily to them like standing in front of the dumbbell rack, but when it comes to like standing too close to somebody or doing a set too close to somebody. Now, I mean, that could kind of go either way where you're more aware of it. So you're going to stand farther away. Or it ticks you off more when people stand closer yes. to you, you know? So it kind of goes both ways. But hopefully people have um, are a little bit more conscious of how close to you they're standing. Mm-hmm. It is super frustrating, though, <laughs> when people do stand close, you know? Mm-hmm. Personal space is a big thing. And, like, sometimes I will just not be in a mood to be around other people during a workout and I will go into the back corner of a gym to do my set of deadlifts or squats, whatever I'm doing. And somehow people find me and they just like (laughs) gather around my little corner. And I'm just like, guys, I know the heavy dumbbells are over here, but you can sit one or two benches away. So you are just at least a little bit further away from me. So it's not just you and me. And then this whole rest of the empty gym, because sometimes that happens too. And it's not even like a personal space issue. It's just like, I'm obviously over here alone. Can you please give me that? Like, please, sir. It's like if you're sitting in an empty movie theater and there's like one couple in that theater and then you go and sit in the same row as them, like two seats away from them. Yes. It's like the exact same thing. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. And another thing to just be conscious of, I think, when it comes to, you know, being aware of your space is just being aware of what equipment you're using, how much equipment you're using, and what you are using it for. When it comes to, like, busy time, I think it's important to be aware of what's going on around you. And, Mm -hmm. like, if you have, like, five exercises on or with a barbell and you're doing, like, an hour workout on a rack and the gym is packed and there are people waiting for a squat rack, like maybe you find some other equipment to use. Like maybe you opt for some dumbbells or you do one of the like other barbells that's not on a squat rack, you know, like just Mm -hmm. be aware of the people around you and try to be courteous. Um, But I do have a funny story about (laughs) using equipment for like what it's not used for. Um, There's this guy that would work out at Lifetime 
And I would just see him on the cardio equipment and he would be on the elliptical. And he, this is so dangerous, but he would have his entire body on one side of the elliptical with oh both hands gosh. on one of the like the things like going and like swaying his body and then he'd get like both hands in it but still be on one side and then he'd be going backwards doing it and just outrageous outrageous like you could have put that like on tiktok or instagram and it probably would have gotten so many views because it was just so funny <laughs> that is a confident man right there yes yeah <laughs> Oh, man, that cracks me up. I wish I could have seen that. I've seen videos like that before that people have posted, and it's good on you to not take a video of that man because (laughs) he didn't give you permission probably. But, man, the confidence on that. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, the classic example of when you really need to be courteous of whether you're using equipment in the way you actually should use it is when you are choosing to barbell bench press on a (laughs) – platform Mm. this one really really gets me especially Mm. like this morning actually it was the same man that got out of the way um when i was squatting so i was like having serious like mixed emotions about things but this man earlier before he was standing in front of me and politely moving away was benching on a platform he had the bench pulled up his barbell was nice and low and i was waiting for a platform i was waiting for a rack and it's super annoying in that situation when i need a platform for what a platform is for and someone is benching on it when there were tons of benches open that he could have chosen like that that just isn't okay with me you are wasting other people's time by using a space that is not meant for the exercise that you're doing and in that situation especially when you see that all of the platforms all the racks are taken you could move yourself and mm-hmm. you would be fine <laughs> and everyone else would like probably applaud you for being so kind and polite and having such good gym etiquette but very rarely do you see that happen and that's the one that i think gets me the most mm-hmm. yeah that one is is extremely extremely frustrating But it is important to be patient with people in the gym and know that, you know, we are saying all these things, giving all these tips about gym etiquette, but this is really our experience and this is what goes through our minds at the gym. And sometimes it's just not something that has ever crossed another person's mind before. Like Mm -hmm. that man, I think he always uses that platform. So he may not have even thought about going to a a bench press rack instead of using the platform for his benches. So that's something that did go through my mind. I was still annoyed by it, but I was like, maybe there's an explanation for it that I'm not seeing here. So really trying to work on being patient with people in that setting and knowing that sometimes it's just not something that has crossed their mind before, um, whether it is a decision like that that they're making or, um, you know, the space that they're taking up. Maybe they're uncomfortable and they just don't know where to go. Um, I think that is something to also mm-hmm. keep in mind is that you do need to just be patient with people a bit. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that I've been there. Like I guarantee you, I have stood in front of the mirror and like walked in front of somebody else doing a set. And the reason that it bothers me now is because I've had other people do that to me. And now I make sure that I don't do that to people. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of this comes from is just having people do that to us. And, and I, I guarantee you, I've probably benched on a platform, but it wasn't until all of the platforms were taken and I needed to deadlift and somebody was doing a bench press that I'm like, wow, that guy is an asshole. Yeah. I, I guarantee you I've done it, you know? So if you're new to the gym and like 
don't let this episode like scare you or make you feel like self-conscious when you're in the gym because it's you're going to be fine and nobody's probably going to say anything to you but just just have some awareness <laughs> on yes. what's going on yeah maybe this can save you from some you know mean glares or anything like that um, but yeah, it is just a learning process in the gym and it does all come down to what is your experience. Alrighty. Well, I think that is all we have for you. We hope you all enjoyed that episode. I know we really enjoyed um, talking about all that stuff and laughing at some of our weird experiences that we've had in the gym. I hope you all can take a tip that you learned from this and improve your gym etiquette in the future. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Power of Mindset. Have questions or suggestions? Email us at powerofmindsetpod at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at hope.fullyfit. And follow me at georgiamarie underscore G. Please rate, follow, and leave a review to help us grow. We can leave out the excessive grunting. <laughs> <laughs>